advised. around the cycle of the news to where we almost become sick of them. What happened to the stories that dominated the news for such a long time? Did they ever figure out what the actor or actress's death was caused by? Who was the killer in that string of murders? Does the legendary creature exist, or was it made up by someone simply seeking attention? How did that one person die? Welcome to the aftermath, where we hop in our time machines and figure out what ended up happening in the news stories we followed so intently and then never heard the ending to due to life smacking us in the face with more happenings. Forgotten story. Matthew Perry, the funny man with a serious problem. I'm Cooper. If you're interested in advertising on our podcast, please email danielhudson101 at outlook.com. Matthew Perry was an American and Canadian actor who gained international fame for starring as Chandler Bing on the NBC television sitcom Friends. He also appeared in several movies and TV shows, such as The Whole Nine Yards, The West Wing, and The Odd Couple. He died on October 28, 2023, at the age of 54. He was widely regarded as one of the most talented and beloved comedians of his generation. I'm not great at the advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? What was his childhood like, big man? Matthew Perry's childhood was marked by his parents' divorce. Where real couples deal with real life. Divorce Court. Frequent travels and early exposure to drugs. My life is, I, I'm, a, I'm a drug addict. I'm a person that if I have a drink, I can't stop. These experiences influenced his personality and aspirations in various ways. Perry's parents separated when he was one year old, and he lived mostly with his mother in Canada, but also spent time with his father in California. He often felt lonely and craved his parents' attention, you just want attention, especially his mother's. He developed a sense of humor and a knack for making people laugh as a way of coping and connecting with others. Seven o'clock. Maybe I'll hit the gym. Uh, who am I kidding? Pay-per-view porn. <laughs> Perry was a high-ranking junior tennis player while growing up in Ottawa and had dreams of becoming a professional athlete. Now, Matthew, tell us about your uh, tennis career in Canada. Well, I was a uh, nationally ranked tennis player in Canada uh, as a junior, and that's primarily why I moved down to Los Angeles was because... To pursue I, your tennis yeah, career? Yeah, aspirations. You were, you were just that good then? Well, uh, I thought so. Yeah. And uh, I quickly realized that being a nationally ranked tennis player in Canada is much like being a really, really good hockey player in Burbank. Uh -huh. <laughs> it doesn't mean much in the real world. Yeah. So I, uh, I went down there and my whole family came out to watch the first kind of tennis well, match. That's great to, see to get what that I've... kind of support. Yeah, sure. absolutely. However, at age 15, he went to live with his father in Los Angeles. And there he became interested in acting. He enrolled in a performing arts school and started auditioning for roles. He also discovered his natural talent for comedy and improv. All right, when was 1990? 
Okay, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance. Perry had his first experience with drugs when he was only a few weeks old. He was a colicky baby, and his doctor prescribed him barbiturates, a depressant drug class that generates addiction. His father remembers Perry as a baby crying inconsolably, and then falling asleep immediately after being given the drug. Perry believes this negatively affected his ability to sleep and his tendency to seek drugs as a solution to his problems. Perry also experimented with alcohol and marijuana as a teenager. Your point is to stop drug, uh, drugs and alcoholism by just never people well, never well, starting well, you too believe in this fantasy of addiction in which people lose fantasy your, of addiction a complete fantasy in which, in which people lose lose <laughs> lose the and later with cocaine and opiates as an adult he struggled with addiction for many years and it affected his health relationships and career he eventually sought help and recovery i get the same juice i get the same thing from helping one person um, and how, how far down the scale i've gone which is all a part of this book that's how low I can then help people. If they've gone through anything close to what I went through. And became an advocate for addiction treatment and awareness. What was his relationship like with his father? Matthew Perry had a close relationship with his father, John Bennett Perry, who was also an actor. They often played father and son roles on screen, such as on Friends, and the whole nine yards. Matthew followed his father's footsteps into acting and comedy, and his father supported him throughout his career and his struggles with addiction. Matthew also shared a bond with his sister Mia, who was born to John and his second wife Debbie in 1982. Matthew and his father frequently posted pictures of each other on social media, showing their love and admiration. Did he have any pets? Yes, he did. Matthew Perry had a golden doodle named Alfred that he got around Christmas 2021 while he was engaged to Molly Hurwitz. Perry started an Instagram account for his pooch, but he deactivated it after his breakup with Hurwitz. According to People, a source confirmed he did not own a dog at the time of his death. However, one of his former friend's co-stars, Lisa Kudrow, reportedly adopted Alfred after Perry's passing. She wrote the forward in his memoir and was very close to him. What was his favorite movie? According to his own words, Matthew Perry's favorite movie was Fool's Rush In. 1997, he said that it was probably his best movie and that he loved working with Hayek. He also wrote about it in his memoir. Some critics and fans also consider it one of Perry's best movies. Isabel, what can I do? Hey, Alex, there's a woman on line one. She says she's your wife. You're married? The one with the body? <laughs> the nightmare begins. Along with the whole nine yards. Hi, you must be our new neighbor. I'm Nicholas Ozaransky. Call me Oz. Jimmy. Jimmy Jones. Have we met before? No. The Ron Clark story. Inside one of New York City's worst classrooms. Last year, this class went through six different teachers before Christmas. I specialize in raising standardized test scores. How did he land the role of Chandler Bing on Friends? Matthew Perry landed the role of Chandler Bing on Friends after impressing the show's creators, Marta Kaufman and David Crane, with his natural wit and delivery of the lines. He was originally offered a different sitcom pilot, but he turned it down to audition for Friends. Chandler was going to be the easiest part to cast. Because it's not just a character, he's got jokes. He's got, like, actual, real jokes. So I thought, here we go, this is going to be great. And uh, we saw actor after actor actor and it wasn't funny we had worked with matthew perry on dream on and when matthew reads that dialogue it sparkles and it comes alive and for the first time through the casting process 
we knew there was a character there and that this was the only guy to play it. He was the last of the six main cast members to be confirmed for the show. Perry's experience working on Friends was mostly positive and rewarding, but also challenging and stressful at times. He formed close friendships with his co-stars, especially Courtney Cox, who played his on-screen wife Monica. He enjoyed making people laugh and being part of a cultural phenomenon. However, he also struggled with his addiction to drugs and alcohol, which affected his health and performance. He admitted that he did not remember filming some of the episodes due to his substance abuse. He also faced pressure from the media and the public to maintain his weight and appearance. He eventually sought help and recovery and became more open about his issues. Perry was nominated for an Emmy Award for his role as Chandler Bing in 2002, but he did not win. He received praise and recognition from critics and fans for his comedic timing and delivery, which was his last television appearance before his death. What was his favorite episode of Friends? According to his own words, Matthew Perry's favorite episode of Friends was the one with the blackout, the seventh episode of the first season. He said that he enjoyed this episode because he did not speak much and it was mostly in voiceover. He also liked working with Jill Goodecker, who played a Victoria's Secret model trapped with him in an ATM vestibule during a power outage. He also thought that this episode was the first time he realized that the show was really clicking. What were some of his other notable roles? In film, he starred in the romantic comedy Fools Rush In with Salma Hayek, the crime comedy The Whole Nine Yards, and its sequel The Whole Ten Yards with Bruce Willis, The Ron Clark Story, as an innovative teacher, and the fantasy comedy Seventeen Again as a man who gets a second chance at his youth. In TV, he played a presidential lawyer in The West Wing, a comedy writer in Studio 60 on The Sunset Strip, a sports radio host in Go On, and a messy journalist in The Odd Couple. He also voiced Benny in Fallout, New Vegas, a video game. In theater, he made made his stage debut in Sexual Perversity in Chicago, in London's West End, and wrote and starred in The End of Longing, in London and New York. He also appeared in a one-night-only reading of The Judgment of Paris. How did he cope with his addiction to drugs, and what motivated him to seek help? Um, so what that basically happens is you have a drink, because you're obsessed with having a drink, and then your body goes, oh, now you've activated us, so let me have a lot more. Matthew Perry coped with his addiction to alcohol and drugs by seeking professional help, attending rehab programs, undergoing therapy sessions. So, the alcoholic is in charge of the first drink, but after that, there's, not, there's no telling what they'll do. And relying on his support network, he was motivated to seek help and recovery by his near-death experiences, his desire to save his career, and his hope to help others who suffer from addiction. Perry had his first experience with drugs when he was a baby, and he developed an addiction to alcohol and opiates as an adult. He struggled with his addiction for many years, and it affected his health, appearance, and performance. Perry underwent multiple stints in rehab facilities and participated in various therapy sessions, including cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, and 12-step programs. He also leaned on his support network, which included family and close friends. Perry was motivated to seek help and recovery by his near-death experiences, such as his colon explosion that left him with a 2% chance to live. He also wanted to save his career, as he realized that his addiction was jeopardizing his work on friends and other projects. He also hoped to help others who suffer from addiction by sharing his story and advocating for treatment and awareness. Perry opened up about his addiction struggles in 
in several interviews and in his memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. He described himself as pretty healthy by June 2022 and said he was grateful for his recovery. How did he use his fame to really help the causes he cared about? Matthew Perry used his fame and influence to advocate for causes he cared about, such as treatment for substance abuse and criminal justice reform, in various ways. He opened up about his own struggle with addiction in several interviews and in his memoir. He described himself as pretty healthy by June 2022 and said he was grateful for his recovery. He lobbied Congress in 2011 to fund drug courts, an alternative to incarceration that aims to help individuals recover from addiction and reduce future criminal activity. He received the Champion of Recovery Award from the Obama administration's Office of National Drug Control Policy in 2013 for his advocacy effort. He transformed his former Malibu mansion into a sober living facility, which reportedly operated until 2015 and offered a holistic approach to recovery, including yoga, meditation, and therapy. He launched the Matthew Perry Foundation in November 2023, shortly after his death, to support those suffering from substance and alcohol use disorder, address and fiercely advocate for better and more equitable treatment. He said that he wanted to be remembered for his advocacy for people struggling with drug addiction rather than friends. Did he have a sponsor during rehab? And also, was he ever a sponsor for someone else? Yes, he did. Matthew Perry had a sponsor to help guide him through recovery as part of his participation in Alcoholics Anonymous, a 12-step program for people with alcohol use disorder. He also sponsored three other members of AA. He said that he was not sold on the anonymous aspect of the program and that he wanted to be more open about his addiction and recovery. He believed that being honest and transparent could help reduce the stigma and shame around addiction and encourage more people to seek help. Matthew Perry went to rehab 15 times before getting sober. Around 9 a.m., Perry played pickleball, a sport he enjoyed, with some friends at a nearby court. Around 11 a.m., Perry returned to his home in Pacific Palisades and posted a photo of himself in his jacuzzi on Instagram. Around 12 p.m., Perry had lunch delivered to his home from a local restaurant. Around 1 p.m., Perry texted his former co-star Ioni Sky, telling her that he was meditating and that she was on his mind. Around 2 p.m., Perry called his father and chatted with him for about 15 minutes. He told him that he was feeling good and that he loved him. Around 3 p.m., Perry took a nap in his bedroom, according to his housekeeper. Around 5 p.m., Perry's housekeeper checked on him and found him unresponsive in his jacuzzi. She called 911 and performed CPR. 23 Rescue, 23, you missed 9 on radio. Respond to the drowning. Until paramedics arrived. Around 5.30 p.m., Perry was pronounced dead at the scene by the paramedics. The cause of death was initially reported as an apparent drowning, but authorities were waiting for toxicology reports to confirm it. The aftermath. After Matthew Perry's death, there were many reactions and tributes from his family, friends, fans, and colleagues. Here are some of the main events that happened in regards to Perry. His family released a statement saying they were heartbroken by the tragic loss of their beloved son and brother. His former friends co-stars posted heartfelt messages on social media expressing their grief and love for Perry. His other co-stars and collaborators from his projects also shared their memories and condolences, such as Tom Selleck, Ioni Sky, Bruce Willis, Salma Hayek, Aaron Sorkin, and Matthew Broderick. His fans mourned his death and celebrated his legacy by watching his shows and movies, creating art and memes, and getting tattoos in his honor. His autopsy report revealed that he died from the acute effects of ketamine while drowning 
was a secondary factor. His death was ruled an accident. His memoir was published posthumously, revealing his personal and professional struggles and achievements. His foundation, the Matthew Perry Foundation, was launched to support those suffering from substance and alcohol use disorders and to advocate for better and more equitable treatment. If you or someone you know is struggling with substance abuse, you can call the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administrations, SAMHSA, National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. This is a free, confidential, 24-7 information service in English and Spanish for individuals and families facing mental and or substance use disorders. They can provide you with referrals to local treatment facilities, support groups, and community-based organizations. You can also visit their website at findtreatment.gov to find help near you. Please don't hesitate to reach out for help. You are not alone. What legacy did Matthew Perry leave behind? Of laughter love, and advocacy. He touched the lives of his fans and friends in many ways such as he made millions of people laugh and smile with his iconic role as Chandler Bing on Friends, as well as his other roles and projects in film, TV, and theater. He opened up about his own struggle with addiction in hopes of helping others. He lobbied Congress to fund drug courts, transformed his former home into a sober living facility, and launched a foundation to support those suffering from substance and alcohol use disorders. He formed close friendships with his co-stars, especially Courtney Cox, who played his on-screen wife Monica. He also shared a bond with his father, sister, and other family members. He was a passionate and creative person who loved meditation. Special thanks to the following. IMDB.com GetImage.com Shortform.com Britannica.com People.com Bing.com CelebrityPets.net PetrescueReport.com SheKnows.com Collider.com Ranker.com YouTube.com Facebook.com Bing.com, Kindo.in, News.sky.com, Buzzfeed.com, Metro.co.uk, Pinkvilla.com, FHURehab.com, NBCNews.com, ValleySpringRecovery.com, AOL.com, GMA.abc, ZeroBit.Limiter, GoodMorningAmerica.com, BNNBreaking.com, Medriva.com, People.com, MatthewPerryFoundation.org, MercuryNews.com, USAToday.com, HollywoodReporter.com, TVGuide.com, Yahoo.com, ScreenRed.com, Legacy.com. If you or someone you know is struggling with substance abuse, you can call the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administrations, SAMHSA, National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. 4357-1. This is a free, confidential, 24-7 information service in English and Spanish for individuals and families facing mental and or substance use disorders. They can provide you with referrals to local treatment facilities, support groups, and community-based organizations. You can also visit their website at findtreatment.gov to find help near you. Please don't hesitate to reach out for help. You are not alone. For the aftermath, I'm your host Cooper, and on behalf of Slander, catch you next time.